Welcome to another episode of Dr. Brooke on the Block. It's time to grab a seat, buckle up, and take a ride with me through the wild, wild west of the Web3 universe, where we're going to learn all about coins and tokens, NFTs and contracts, digital real estate and the metaverse, and so much more. There is a lot to get through on the block, but I am here to pave the way and help you avoid those nasty pitfalls and rug pulls so you don't get hurt. I'm going to also introduce you to some interesting characters along the way. Are you ready? Your ride starts now. What's up? What's up? Dr. Brooke here, the crypto proctor for another incredible, amazing ride through the wild, wild west of the Web3 universe. I am so glad you're here. I am so glad you're joining me and others on this amazing, incredible journey. So make sure you are buckled in tightly. Make sure you are ready for this ride, all arms and feet inside the vehicle at all times. I definitely do not want you to get hurt as we move through the winding world and trails of Web3. So here we go. Today's episode is going to really be about having you understand blockchain and using different metaphors in order to do so. This is really inspired by the fact that when I first got started in this space, or I would say even before I got started in this space, because I didn't truly purchase any cryptocurrency until early 2021. So prior to that, I was at an amusement park here in Southern California. For those of you who are familiar, I was at SeaWorld. And I remember speaking to a gentleman in line, my daughter and her friends were waiting and we were having just friendly conversation. And I had asked him what the difference was between Bitcoin and Ethereum. Now, the basis of this question really came off the backs of so much dialogue that I was hearing from my friends groups and other people uh, that I've known that are into, you know, investing into cryptocurrency. So I'm like, I don't know. They can't seem to tell me what what this is. I he, I'm asking this stranger what this is. He's a big time real estate investor and does a lot of real estate development. So I thought, you know, who better to ask? <laughs> I was sadly mistaken. This is the response I received from that gentleman that day when I asked, "What is the difference between Bitcoin and Ethereum?" He says, "Bitcoin has no CEO." And Ethereum does. What? What? Let that sit in. Like that silence, that little second of silence was me probably standing there for a good three to five seconds going, huh? Bitcoin has no CEO and Ethereum does. Well, that doesn't tell me much of anything. Like I understand how traditional business works. You think of Starbucks, they have their CEO and their VP and the secretary and their board and all these people downstream, you know, the the managers that run the individual stores and then the employees and you understand traditional business and traditional corporation in that sense. But how does telling me that one has a CEO and one doesn't get me to invest in a technology that is so life changing, so incredible, such as this? Now, I'm glad I did not stop my pursuits at that point, 
But in all fairness, I can't say that I truly continued my pursuit in discovering answers to those questions on my own. I was then interrupted throughout one of my days and air quotes interrupted for those of you who are watching and not listening. I was interrupted among one of my days by a dear, dear friend of mine who was all in on a certain token, all in on a certain coin. And he was like, Brooke, you got to buy this coin. You got to buy this coin. Now, mind you, he was a patient in the office. I was working on him, treating him, helping him get his health back. And he's over here telling me to buy this token. It was at this point in time that I have like literally had so many people talking to me about cryptocurrency that I was just like, fine, I will check your dang box and I will move about my day freely without people frantically ranting and raving about coins and tokens and all of this stuff that I knew nothing about. Now, when this gentleman had said this to me, I was just like, what? Like, okay, cool. I'll put in a hundred bucks. I can put in a hundred bucks. No big deal. I will be fine without the hundred dollars if I lose it. And that's okay. So put it in and then that's it. That's it. I went about my day as a doctor. I went about my day working with patients. I went about my day, not even thinking about it, not even looking at it, not even doing anything until randomly I went to the grocery store. I was with my daughter and my friend and we were pushing the cart through the grocery store and recognized, not even recognized. I had got this really strong intuitive hit. Now, if you've ever had those in your life, you'll know what I mean by you just get this gut feeling. Well, that intuitive hit kind of hit me in the chest, like almost like more like kind of like knocking the breath out of you or knocking the wind out of you. And I was really felt compelled. I need to buy more of that token that this guy, you know, patient a few months prior had told me to buy. So I'm frantically around, you know, running around the grocery store trying to figure out how to even utilize the centralized app that I purchased the cryptocurrency on to begin with, because I never even made another transaction on there. I didn't even know how to operate it. So I'm over there trying to figure out the pieces and get, you know, cards linked and bank accounts linked so I can put more money in. Well, after I finished the the transaction, I was able to kind of come back to my reality and actually get us checked out of the grocery store and moved on to our next set of, you know, endeavors making dinner. And I woke up the next morning to a 40% increase, then a 60% increase, then a climb, 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 green, 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 green on this particular token. And I'm like, what? Whoa. Like what? Wait, wait, what? And it was at that point in time in my life where I go, okay, I can no longer invest into this pseudo money, fake money, whatever people were wanting to call it at that point. Um, I can no longer invest in this based off intuitive hits. I need to actually truly understand what this means. And it was at that point in time that I truly went down the rabbit hole and I started to really understand and start putting pieces together, pieces together that made sense, not just watching videos and and hearing lingo, but like actually being able to take what I was hearing and the lingo and understand the framework on which it was built. And this is why I truly believe that A, 
more or less females are in this space currently right now because there's so much confusion and there's so many men that are yelling, you know, telling you to buy, 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 buy. And you have no idea what you're doing. You have no idea what it is. You have no conviction behind anything. Maybe you do purchase something and maybe you have an experience like I do and it goes up, 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 up. And then you're just waiting for someone to tell you the next coin to buy. And maybe that one doesn't do as well. And so you're just, you know, in and you're out hot and you're cold and you're moving around this space. If you even are as a female and you just kind of feel like you're getting the wind knocked out of you every turn you make. And this is why I truly, truly believe that we have such low numbers with women in this space right now is because of all of that stuff. And it's also why I'm very passionate about educating people about blockchain technology and why it's so important and what it's doing to change the world. So, and I I have talked about that on a prior episode about blockchain technology and the three ways in which I believe it's going to change the world. And we are still very, very early on. So if you are listening to this right now and you are really diving down that rabbit hole and looking for uh, a teacher and for someone to teach you more about this, I really, you know, feel honored to be that, that guide for you because I have invested a lot of time. I am continuing to invest time to learning more and more and more because this ecosystem, this terrain is changing and developing at every step of the way. And things that may be looking like they're working now are not working, you know, in the future or won't be working in the future. So let's bring it back to the basics. I Yes, I purchased a cryptocurrency off of a centralized exchange. Now, really what that means is it's kind of like purchasing a stock off a a Robinhood or from a stockbroker like Charles Schwab, you're purchasing, you know, you're throwing money into the pot towards that particular company. So with cryptocurrencies, with blockchain space, there's not a lot of regulations. So companies can come in or I I don't even want to call them companies. I'm going to use the term projects. Projects come in, they say they're going to do X, Y, and Z, and they're going to change the world in this way. And you're going to make, you become a millionaire if you invest in their token. And so you throw your money in the pot because you think that that one's going to go to the moon and that one's going to make you a millionaire. You've done no research whatsoever. You're just going based off what, what somebody told you, some stranger on the street, or, you know, even your closest friend who may not even be really truly educated in the space. And they're just going off of what they've heard somebody say and so on. We need to stop that in his tracks. We really truly need to stop that. He said, she said, rolling down the hill type of education in this space because true education and blockchain technology is really what's going to cause mass adoption in this faster than we can even think about. A lot of people are saying it might be coming in 10 years down the line. It could be coming sooner. Who knows? The reality is, is this is staying. This is not going anywhere. Uh, It's moving like a fast freight train. And whether you're on or you're off is your decision. And so to get back to that, you know, yes, I purchased a cryptocurrency through a centralized exchange, kind of like buying a stock through Robinhood. But I didn't have any understanding of it whatsoever. So I'm buying a cryptocurrency without truly understanding the fundamental piece, the foundational piece on which that cryptocurrency is built. You don't have cryptocurrency without blockchain, period. Blockchain is the foundation. You would never build a home 
and you don't have to understand home building to understand this analogy. You would never build a home on sandy, uh, sandy foundation. Like you would never build a home on sand. You would first build a concrete stuck in the dirt, you know, lay out concrete, do all this stuff, get the foundational piece in order so that the whole house can stand for a long time and not just be blown away when the wind comes or the next big set of waves come. No, you have to understand that cryptocurrency is built upon a foundation and that foundation is blockchain. That is what I wish that guy would have told me at SeaWorld in line saying, what's the difference between Bitcoin and Ethereum is there are two different blockchains. It's kind of like thinking like Target and Walmart. They're two different corporations. Nobody has confusion when understanding how Target is not Walmart and Walmart is not Target. But we seem to have confusion understanding that there are multiple different blockchains. Bitcoin is a blockchain. Ethereum is a blockchain. Bitcoin doesn't have a CEO. There's a you know consensus group. There's a like a, a body of people that that make decisions based on how Bitcoin is going to be done. And Ethereum does have a CEO and they make decisions how it's going to be done. But us as a, a as a community, part of the Ethereum community or part of the Bitcoin community, we also have voting rights to decide how things are done. So there are 800, currently 861 different blockchains. So think like Target, Walmart, CVS, Rite Aid, Costco, Starbucks, all these different corporations that make up our world, our, these businesses, there's 861 different blockchains. Blockchain is the foundation on which cryptocurrency is built. So another way of looking at this, and I love this analogy actually a lot better than even just the corporations, is different blockchains operate kind of like different countries. So you have the United States and the United States has its like native um, currency, which here is the Federal Reserve note. Then you go to Mexico and their native currency is the pesos. And in Canada, they have their Canadian dollar. And in Europe, you know, different countries in Europe have different uh, currencies of their own. Some use the euro and multiple different European countries use the euro. But with the analogy of the countries, each blockchain is like a country and it has its own currency, its own native currency, just like the Ethereum blockchain. In order to transact on the Ethereum blockchain and write your smart contracts and use, you know, the different businesses that are built within that country, you use their native dollar, which is Ethereum or their native token or coin, which is Ethereum. Bitcoin on the Bitcoin, you use Bitcoin on Kronos or Crypto.com, you use the Crow token. On Tezos, uh, you use the XTZ token. On Cardano, you use ADA. There's so many different blockchains. On Solana, you use Sol. Again, so many blockchains, right? So many different things, so many different currencies. Now, when you hear terms like there's over 14,000 different cryptocurrencies, yeah, that's a true number. There's over 14,000 cryptocurrencies. So wait, is there over 14,000 blockchains? No, there's not over 14,000 blockchains right now. But these other tokens, these other cryptocurrencies are then built upon a, a blockchain structure. So we use the, the analogy or the example of Ethereum, the blockchain that's built or Ethereum uses the Ethereum 
But then Ethereum also now has layer two. They're called layer two protocols. So now think about this instead of just being a cement floor. Now you actually put like wood floors in and carpet. Those are layers, layer, layer, right? Layer two built upon that cement foundation. So you got layer twos. And the layer twos are people that are either A, like they're part of um, decentralized finance and they're building a decentralized finance protocol to where you can have your own like banking um, on that layer two. Or maybe there's like a game on the layer two. Maybe there's, you know, uh, a way of creating smart contracts to buy and sell homes. You know, that that technology hasn't been fully developed yet. But this is what's getting built on those layer twos. So the layer ones are working their their quote unquote magic in creating these strong ecosystems, creating these strong countries that then can support layer two solutions. So not all 861 blockchains are going to exist in 10 years. Some of them are going to rise to the top. Are you going to be one of the winners when those rise to the top because you got into the pot early on, right? So those layer twos get built on. There's multiple different businesses coming out of the layer twos. There may even be layer threes built on top of the layer twos and so forth. So this whole blockchain technology is so expansive. And it's not just, I, I, I hate even using the word technology. It's something that you hear a lot in the space. And I think people understand the word technology because they understand that we're utilizing the internet and you're probably listening or watching this podcast because of the internet and you know social media and so forth. But blockchain is really a way of life. It is a way of life. It is the way we are going to be conducting like business. And it's the way we are going to be interacting with one another. It is the way that we get ownership back of who we are. The censorship that's happening with big corporation, big tech, big government, big pharma, all of it that's going on and we have no control over, that gets shifted on its head with the advent of blockchain. Because it's truly, truly, truly shifting the way things are done. To me personally, that is like one of the biggest reasons why you should even care about this entire movement. This is why you should care about this entire movement. This is why you should continue to listen to these episodes and meet the characters that I'm going to be introducing you to and hang with us on every single ride that we take. And hey, if you're brand new and you've never, like you you still feel like you don't understand or there's pieces missing after listening to all the episodes and you want to take my introductory course, reach out. I do it once a month. We, we have such a great time with it. It is so fun and people get to ask some incredible questions about blockchain about web three. And I help you really move through it and answer all those questions, especially, you know, I got, I got some, uh, special feelings towards my ladies in, in that realm, because I really want us to, to rise above with our male counterparts, because it's not just about more of the, you know, rich get richer and the poor get poor, but it's really about building this sense of community and community is what makes this blockchain world like exist in the way that it does. So I, I, 
One of the points that I do feel like I missed uh, when I was speaking about the different countries and different layer ones and, and so forth and the foundational pieces is, you know, just like how we can leave the United States and we can fly to Europe and we can take a, you know, bus or train into Mexico or we can fly to Canada or we can go to different countries. There are also companies that not only they're they're what is considered i guess a layer zero so they're a piece of the puzzle that's not a part of the puzzle itself so they're not they're not the country and they're not the things on top of the country but they are a layer zero and a layer zero is essentially a bridge between chains so if you think about that train the boat the uh cars However, you would travel to get to a different country to really live in their eco space is through these bridges. And I think it's so incredible, the technology, like how it's linking together different chains and allowing you to have portability per se. So maybe there are aspects of your world in years to come that primarily are on an Ethereum blockchain but you need to port some of your information or some of your stuff over to a different chain, you are able to do this through the technology of bridges. And I think it's so cool. So in in summary, and I really hope that this was such a fun one for you. I really hope that you did learn a lot. Let me know in the comments below. Let me know, please leave a review on the podcast if you're listening to this on the podcast platforms. Let me know what you would like to learn more about. I'm happy to go into deep, 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 deep uh, detail about different things because this stuff excites me. Uh, But to summarize, there are 861 different blockchains. They are not going to coexist. They're not all going to coexist at the same time. Eventually, as technology moves forward, some are going to die out. Some are going to continue to get stronger. There are layer ones, those layer ones, that's the foundational blockchain piece. Then you have layer twos built upon those, which are different types of cryptocurrencies. There are, you know, different smart contracts, there are DeFi protocols or metaverse gaming, different things like that. And then also one thing that I failed to mention earlier, but will now is that also another piece to that is NFTs and NFTs are Uh, an aspect of like a layer two uh, protocol written on a existing blockchain. So NFTs and cryptocurrencies are are aspects of that. They're not um, separate from the blockchain. The blockchain is the blockchain and those pieces fit into that. Uh, And then to summarize the different tokens, right? You have the different currencies in the different countries. And so you utilize those different tokens to transact in those countries. And then you'll travel travel to those countries through bridges, through layer zero. And essentially that is the entire blockchain ecosystem summarized in a way that I hope was super helpful for you. So as we pull this ride into the station and we are, get ready for the next round of people coming on, I just wanna say thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for supporting me. Thank you for being like supporting yourself and really investing in you and learning the knowledge in this space. Because when we win, we all win together. And um, so much love, so much gratitude. And I will see you on the next one. You made it. Congratulations. 
That wasn't so bad, was it? I hope you laughed and learned a little bit more about this Web3 universe and how simple and fun it can really be. Would you be so kind as to leave us a review and share it with your friends and family? It would mean so much to get this out to more people as we embark on the greatest transfer of wealth that has ever happened in human history. Can't wait to see you on the next one.